Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 426, part one of the 16 ways that you are making launching much harder than it needs to be. So we're going to look at the first eight in this episode and make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the next episode when it's released, talking about the next eight ways that you are making your launch harder than you need to be. Because let's face it, we are our own worst enemies. And in a launch, it might be a natural tendency for you. And I know it's, it definitely is for me to make the launch harder than it needs to be. So the first way that we tend to do that is by procrastinating, by leaving all of the things to the very last minute and then overwhelming ourselves and thinking, well, there's no point. I can't get it all done anyway, so I'm just not going to do it. And then we kind of end up half-assing the things in our launch and we wonder why the results aren't there. So I know I'm definitely guilty of procrastinating things in my launch. And this current launch that I'm doing at the moment is actually the first one where I haven't been procrastinating. And let me tell you, it's a heck of a lot easier when you're doing things weeks in advance rather than the night before or the morning that they need to be done. The second way that you are making launching harder than it needs to be is by being a perfectionist. Yes, <laughs> there is, there is, what's the saying? It's like 70% perfect is perfect. 100% perfect is failure. I know I completely butchered that quote, but it's something along those lines because it's never, ever going to be perfect. If you're waiting for anything in your launch to be perfect, it's like waiting for the lawn to finish growing before you mow it. It's not going to happen. The third way you're making your launch harder than it needs to be is overthinking. So, you know, thinking about like, oh, which which tech platform am I going to use because they all have these different features and they're all basically the same when you could just pick any platform and it would be fine or worrying about all of the tiny little details and getting yourself overworked and overwhelmed over these little details that ultimately won't really have any impact on the result of your launch. Number four is comparing yourself to other people's launches. Now, this one is a big one because often we see other people's launches and we wonder like, why does theirs look so simple and so smooth and so streamlined? Forgetting that we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. When we see somebody else's launch, we're typically only seeing that card open. We're only seeing those emails that are going out once the product's there to buy or the social media posts promoting the product once it's available to buy. We're not seeing the 60 to 90 days of hard work and content that they've posted in the lead up to that launch. We're not seeing what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know if that person wrote that email five minutes before they sent it. We don't know that. So 
it's really pointless trying to compare yourself to somebody else's launch looking when you, when you can only see the tip of that iceberg. Likewise with the numbers, you know, like if you hear that somebody else in your industry had a $50,000 launch and then you're putting all this pressure on yourself thinking like, I have to have this $50,000 launch. Would you rather have a $50,000 launch or aim for a $50,000 launch and not launch? Or would you rather launch maybe only have a $5,000 launch, but at least you're helping those people in the process and you can work towards that $50,000 launch in due course. Number five is trying to do absolutely everything. Now, when, when you launch, it's natural to want to be everywhere and show up everywhere and do all of the things that will get you the best result. But you only have 24 hours in a day. And once you take out the fact that you actually need to sleep and eat and have a little bit of downtime, you don't really have all of the time to do all of the things, which gives you two options. You can hire other people to do them for you, or you have to be selective about where you're spending your time. You can't do everything. You can do anything. You can't do everything. So being selective about, okay, what is going to get me the best results for the time that I'm putting into it? What is draining my time that somebody else could potentially do better? That's another one to look at. I've just recently started reading Michael Hyatt's book, Free to Focus, and he talks about the different kinds of tasks and how there's one category of tasks that we're not very good at. And we don't realize that we're not very good at it and it drains all of our time. Those are the tasks that we want to delegate. The number six, number six on the ways that we're making things harder for ourselves is setting unrealistic goals. So, you know, if you're, if this is your first ever launch, setting yourself the goal of making a hundred thousand dollars is probably a little bit unrealistic unless you already have a really big, really warm audience. So getting, and looking in at those numbers, looking at the audience size and saying, well, okay, I've only got a hundred people on my email list. I probably won't have a $50,000 launch. That's okay. With time, the next time I launch it, I'll have a 200 person email list. The next time I'll have a 500, a thousand. Each time you launch, your launch is going to grow. That first launch doesn't need to be the big launch. It's not the be all and end all, right? Number seven is creating your product before you launch it. This is a really quick way to make sure that you never end up launching it because if you're waiting for your product to be done before you launch it, your product's never going to feel done. You're never going to feel ready to launch it and you're going to end up down all of these rabbit holes of content you can include, things you can say, lessons you can teach, and you don't have a hard deadline, so you're going to keep moving that deadline forward. If you launch it first and then create it week by week after you've launched it, or if you launch it and say that there's two weeks between when you close doors and when you deliver the product, you have a hard deadline and you know like, okay, this is your one focus for that time. It becomes your number one priority and you will get it done. Whereas if the deadline's always moving, well, you'll never get it done. And then number eight, the last one for today's episode is wasting time on unimportant details. So little details like what color should I make this button and what size font should I have and how can I make it look pretty and ah, all of those things, right? 
little unimportant details that are not going to make any difference to your bottom line and they're not going to make any difference to the results that you get for your students. If it's not going to help you to sell more, help you to help people better, then it's an unimportant detail. Okay, good. (laughs) So there you have it. There are the first eight ways that you are making your launches harder than they need to be. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, including part two of this episode. If you know anyone who would benefit from hearing today's episode or any of the episodes that I talk about on this podcast, please do tell them about Socialette. That's how I get to help more people. So help me to help more people. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Catch you next time.